0: visitors. Let them come and go. Welcome to HEAL, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. so much for joining me for this episode of HEAL. Today, we are joined by Jackie Acree, who is an EFT practitioner. And we're going to talk a lot about what EFT stands for and what EFT is. But first, let's welcome Jackie. Hi, Jackie. I am so excited to be here. We're
1: going to have a very, very fun chat.
0: I can't wait. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to... Your uh, story, and I, I'm—I don't know anything about you other than that you are an EFT practitioner, um, which is tapping. Everybody, I'm sure you've heard of it, uh, but we will talk more about that. Jackie, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit or a lot, a bit about you and your history. Your <laughs> well, story. Thank you
1: so much for having me. Uh, yes, so I am a tapping practitioner. It is more commonly known as um well not more commonly known actually it's more commonly known as tapping eft is the uh, acronym and it stands for emotional freedom technique so we'll just get that out of the way right away in yep. case anybody is wondering and it's called tapping more commonly because you literally are tapping on acupoints on your body mm-hmm. while you're talking about your thoughts and your feelings so i'm sure a lot of people have heard of it but maybe not everyone has tried it so we'll chat about that eventually but i discovered tapping because i was looking for a tool that really works with both the mind and the body mm-hmm. for so much of my life i'm 45 right now and for so much of my life i was walking around like a disembodied head i was oh i re- say that all the
0: time i'm like i don't yeah. remember i don't remember ever feeling connected to my body
1: no no yeah, it's always I, been
0: a head thinking <laughs> Thinking and even thinking
1: about my feelings, ignoring my body as though it was just a meat sack. I was dragging around. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the visual. A lot of, you're welcome, a meat sack. Uh, A lot of of women in particular do relate to that though, because we're really, um, we pick up either a direct message uh, very commonly, an indirect message that our bodies aren't safe. We shouldn't trust our bodies. Our bodies aren't a source of information, and really, that we should just push through at any cost, and that our thoughts are the most important thing about us. So, master your mindset, and you'll be fine. And that did not work very well for me. No, uh, I mean it. Really, it was effective for the first couple of decades of my life. <clears throat> I was you know, in a fairly successful track, everything looked fine on the outside, but I didn't feel great on the inside Yeah, and physically. Yes. I mean, I had a lot of physical symptoms of, of anxiety that I didn't even, uh, understand or interpret as anxiety.
0: Interesting. Can, can so you explain that them. a little bit more of like, um, Because when we, I think lately, maybe when we feel anxious, it's a word we use all the time. And I'm not saying, I'm not diminishing what people are feeling at all. Um, I'm in the business of identifying what you feel, where you feel it in your body. And like, how can you process this emotion and and eventually let it go? Now, I might understand what you mean, by I was having symptoms of anxiety without knowing it was anxiety because I Mm -hmm. feel like I probably was the same (laughs) way. Um, Yeah, I hear that a lot. Again, a lot in
1: my work for sure, but even from a lot of of my friends that we, so your body will give you um, information, right? So anxiety often feels like butterflies in the tummy or um, tightness in the chest for me for sure was tightness in my throat, and even just I mean, yes. right? like then, yeah, thinking yeah. about it, like there are these somatic signals.
0: Yeah.
1: And I remember in my late, late twenties going to, um, a, a walk-in clinic. I live in Canada. Um, so we have walk-in clinics. You go see a doctor just spontaneously. You don't need an appointment. And I popped in because my throat just felt so tight tight. And I had this big lump in my throat and I was like, something's really wrong. Right. And after doing a physical exam, he's like, I think it might be anxiety. He's like, there's wow. nothing physically wrong with you um so are you feeling anxious and I'm like no (laughs) no Um, I do I do think
0: that when you feel people think of anxiety and it's like in the chest you know panic attack can't breathe um but I understand the feeling of butterflies in the stomach because that to me is like a little nervousness which comes with anxiety but the throat is interesting I find that really interesting I can I, I understand feeling choked up and and like um like tears, almost teary, like right before you cry, you become choked up. Yeah, um, no, not that. This is
1: like a for me, it's a lump in my throat. It, it's like tightness, so my yeah. body holds a lot of tension. And, um, also, so maybe for listeners, like checking in with your shoulders, yes. um, for me, a lot of shoulders by the ears. And it's almost like your body is in this protective um, formation. So anxiety is fear of something in the future and trying to prevent that, right? It's a protective emotion. Something
0: that's never even and may not even happen. Yeah. And so, but here's
1: the very important thing that validates anxiety is that we may have something that's happened in the past and it's now stored in our limbic system And the limbic system is scanning the future or the present and saying, this is close enough to that. This is familiar. Go into protection mode. Yep. Yeah. And so then you have this anxious response. And the thing about anxiety is you can have both or you can have and or so state anxiety, which is that anxiety that all of us as humans can experience from time to time. It's temporary and it's related to something specific. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also have trait anxiety, which is more part of who you are, right? Whether it comes from nature or nurture, But it's so I have experienced both. I mean, for sure, you're going to have some state of anxiety as a human, it's part of the human condition. And so um, we don't have to like it, but it's there. And what you were saying earlier about identifying our emotions and and processing them and eventually letting them go. um, That is the work that I do as well. And, and even beyond letting them go, often, it's about allowing them to pass on their own, trusting Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That you can go through that tunnel mm-hmm. and tolerating the discomfort, That's the difficult right. emotion, the difficult That's experience right. in the body as it ebbs and flows because I definitely I, I'm a highly sensitive person, a lot of deep feelings, a lot of intensity in my emotions. And I used to really believe, like I didn't consciously think this, but because I wasn't taught how to process feelings and that feelings are they weren't normalized, and also the intensity of them was really, Um, you know, frightening. And we, I mean, unfortunately, culturally, we also condition people that intense emotions need to be stuffed down, suppressed, denied, numbed instead of uh, being normalized. And so I didn't have the tools to tolerate that discomfort. I tried to, like, that's the disembodied head, right? I just tried to, like, bypass the emotional part and just Mm -hmm. live up in my head. Yep. Let's live in the thoughts. Let's rationalize everything try to overcome the body and the emotions, a lot mm-hmm. of control. I need to control myself. Yep. And, um, that for me led to a lot of headaches, yep. um, a lot of frustration,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, feeling of just like feeling wrong. Mm -hmm. like there's got to be something wrong because it shouldn't feel this hard
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and so with emotions we can learn how to yes actively shift them or actively let them go and also we can learn how to trust that they ebb and flow on their own yeah they have a cycle like emotions right we don't and we here's evidence that we know that for a fact we've all experienced this I mean we've all experienced Um, anger even to the point of maybe rage or deep sadness or grief also emotions like feeling ecstatic or really excited or really happy or really content like all of these emotions think about it and realize that we're not experiencing all of them right now no like whatever emotion is here it's here now but it's not always here it ebbs and it flows so we have the evidence for that which is why i said like i didn't consciously believe in my prefrontal cortex like I didn't think to myself (laughs) oh my emotions last forever and they're terrifying and I have to like get rid of these but unconsciously I had this belief that emotions were scary and I needed to and I only wanted the positive ones yeah so a lot of toxic positivity right I was really um really attached to the idea that I could control everything about myself if I could first control my thoughts and then that would control all my emotions, which would control my behavior. Yeah. So bypassing the human experience, really. Yeah. Like right. having a human. I'm a human having a human experience. Mm-hmm. So, so that's you know whether or not you have trait anxiety, which, like I said, I do have. Um, also, state anxiety. It's not fun, um, but we can learn how to accept it for sure. So that's really just to like summarize a little bit of where this came from for me, this disembodied head. That's, I mean, anxiety is part of that for me. It was a huge part of my experience leading up to finding tapping. Um, and what what age range, like
0: your, your whole life up until what age did you discover tapping? Uh,
1: tapping, I started dabbling in, in my late thirties. And before,
0: before you started dabbling in tapping, were you trying anything else? Um, for the anxiety, or is that when you really it came to a head and you were like, What is this? This isn't like what why why in your 30s did you try other things that didn't work?
1: Yeah, I did try a few different things. I mean, I for sure used medication when it really went to its peak because for me it got to a point twice where it was um like pretty non-functional. Like I was really caught in the in the grip of it all. Mm -hmm. And so, um, the medication was really helpful for me to have some space from that so that Mm -hmm. I could then again, put some things into place. So mindfulness definitely was a helpful tool for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I used mindfulness exercise, like really, um, processing and completing that stress cycle and learning to process that physically was really helpful for me. But I did hit an invisible wall with all of the tools that I was using towards my late thirties, because I was still really into that, um, positive psychology approach. Mm -hmm. And like all this self-empowerment stuff that really is rooted in a lot of patriarchy and capitalism. So all of those beliefs that you can um, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and um, anyone can be, do, or have anything. If you just try hard enough, like Mm -hmm. anything is possible, make your dreams come true. You, you not only can have all the things, but you should have all the things. Mm -hmm. And really, um, that manifestation culture that I was being exposed to. So lots of affirmations and, um, visualization, but with, it was missing a lot of context. Mm-hmm. So that I kind of hit a wall there. And for me, what I was starting to really get sucked into believing was that anything negative was bad. Right. And that I needed to find a way to. like eject that so I wouldn't want to Acknowledge that maybe I had a negative thought or a negative feeling, and I you can hear my tone of voice when I'm saying the word negative. Like there was a lot of judgment on the negative.
0: Yeah, I do. I do think. Yeah, and I do think that some people can still maintain a positive attitude, but still understand that we have negative feelings and negative emotions, and you can sit with those as well. And but also maybe use that positivity to 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 shift a little bit without getting stuck in the, nope, I'm just going to be positive today. And just, you know, instead of pushing, like you yeah. said earlier, pushing down that negative emotion or just forgetting that it even exists. I think sometimes it's okay to use those positive things to start turning a corner. If in fact you're, you want to, you're ready to, our I don't know. Sometimes I I guess what I'm trying to say is sometimes I am feeling, you know, pretty down and pretty discouraged or frustrated and I identify it. Where am I feeling at? And I'm like, why do I feel this way? Why am I feeling this? What's causing this emotion right now? Um, So I've gotten really good at doing all of those things first. Um, But what I do is frustration is okay to have. I, I identify the initial Quote, trigger of that frustration because, you know, usually it's not what's happening in front of me. Usually it's something that's happened in the past and I'm just re responding to it physically and emotionally. <laughs> so I work through that and I try to figure out that from the past that I, that obviously is bothering me now with this current situation. And, and then I, try to shift through that. And then I, I actually do use positive affirmations. I do, you know, I'm calm or I'm safe now. Maybe I didn't feel safe then. And that's what I'm re-feeling. Um, so I actually do it sort of that way.
1: It's, yeah. it's not exact Here's...
0: every time, but that's how I no. move through this. So a couple
1: stuff. of things. Um, number one is um yes, that positive affirmations can be really powerful. Yeah. Not if you're bypassing the first part of that process (laughs) you were just talking about. Yeah. Um, if you, and and I really did. So I, I drank the Kool-Aid that if I allowed in some of that negative thing, like thoughts, like if I had a negative thought that I would be attracting that to myself. Yeah. So don't think the negative thing like that. So like if like let's say if we're talking about money. Yeah, I understand, right? A lot of affirmations with money are like I'm a money magnet or money comes to me easily. Well, what if I'm at the gas pump? I don't know if anyone else is experiencing this, or let's say at the grocery, you know, you're checking out for groceries, and you know, I used to be able to buy a whole load of groceries for my family for let's say a hundred dollars, and now I feel like I'm walking out with like one avocado and a carton of milk, like it's just bananas. (laughs) So, um, so that can feel very emotionally triggering, and. When we're emotionally triggered, sometimes, so you had mentioned that that sometimes you're like, you're looking for a connection of that emotion to the past. Yes, that can be there. That can Mm -hmm. be in our limbic system and it's connected to the past. That's one, um, one possibility. Another possibility is sometimes an emotional reaction is really, um, a reasonable match for the current experience Mm -hmm. is emotionally triggering to Mm -hmm. have the uncertainty that we are Mm -hmm. currently experiencing in our world, that is, it is scary. It is anxiety provoking. And you are not thinking about it incorrectly to be perceiving that. Right. It is true. And it's a valid emotional response. When you have expectations and those expectations go unmet and you feel disappointed because disappointment is connected to unmet expectations yeah that disappointment may be a valid response to unmet expectations right don't diminish that don't don't
0: push that away
1: yeah like yeah so validating that emotion and also thoughts like thoughts can be really valid like it's a valid thought to think um you know money's really tight right now and like, right. it could be, it could be a valid thought. Now, what you're saying, and I hundred million percent agree with you is we don't want to stay there, right? Because that continuing to attach to that right. is going to create a lot of, um, tension, discomfort, anxiety, all of those things, but acknowledging the truth of it to start is really empowering and we do, we want to be empowered. That's a Mm -hmm. feeling that I hear my clients telling me all the time. And it's one that I relate to. I want to feel empowered. Where, where do I have power? What power do I have to choose? Where Mm -hmm. is that power here? Um, So the, the, what tapping really um, captivated what captivated me with tapping, like where I fell in love with it when I discovered it is, is it starts with the truth
0: and That's it right. doesn't
1: leave you there but you start no. there so and you transition it's part through right? of the process yeah you get to actually be very honest transparent um truthful with yourself or with whoever you're working with if you're working with a practitioner you get to be honest about the truth of how you're feeling or what you're thinking right now mm-hmm. and that provides so much like you were saying it's so much information there's so much insight available with what's here. And because you're physically working with the body by tapping on those acupoints, you're sending a a nearly instantaneous calming signal to the brain, to the amygdala, Mm -hmm. which is that fear center. And so as you're calming down the body, And processing out whatever it is that's true right now in your Mm -hmm. thoughts and your feelings, that's what shifts it really gently. And so you don't have to force anything. You just follow your way through. It's like following breadcrumbs. Yeah. And you feel calmer you get that beautiful insight, that download that comes with the information that's actually always within you. So that Mm -hmm. comes to the forefront because as you calm down the amygdala, now you get access to that prefrontal cortex, which is what we do want as an adult. Like as Mm -hmm. a 45 year old woman, I want access to my adult self instead of feeling like it's like a toddler driving The car of my life. Like we do not want a toddler in the driver's seat. No, (laughs) but a lot of us or a teenager. Like we don't want a teenager, a toddler. We just want us. We just want us. Just us. So (laughs) highly emotional parts of ourselves. They have a like they have a seat in the car, but we don't want them to be in the driver's seat. Right. Right. Yeah. So so that's what I fell in love with tapping. It really was the first tool that I found that had a process for uh being honest about what's here now without yes. having then, to be there and moving and, through like, it for
0: that. yeah and then move through yeah. It. Mm-hmm. um so that's right so you mentioned that tapping you start with what's present right now meaning you you tap those acupressure points but you also are saying a phrase and right and you are stop me whenever i'm wrong <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So far you got it. I know you're trained um in the basics of tapping, correct? Yes. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, you have so yep. So you start with the the I would wa- I will just say for lack of a better term term right now, the negative feeling or emotion or how it is you're feeling right now while you're tapping. Yeah. And or you, you can also it. do. Yep, that's yes, kind of. So you also can start with like, let's say
1: like, because affirmations are incredibly powerful and you can actually use affirmations with tapping. Like you can, doesn't always have to be like, well, I'm feeling really frustrated. That's great. If that's the truth, we can start there. But sometimes there's an affirmation that people really want to feel more connected to and they want to believe it. So I don't know, we could use money as an example, since I think most of us definitely are feeling the pinch of inflation. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I know, like for real. So um, we could say like um, something, like what's a money affirmation that you would love to believe?
0: Well, one thing I do know, and as uh, cliche or cheesy as it may sound, it is the truth. And the truth is, I am always, I always have what I need when it comes to money. I always have okay, it. I love that. So like, so the I always have provides, what I need when yeah, I, need I it. always have it. If a bill comes up, I have that. And I'm like, wow, I thought I could save that for a little longer, but that look what I have it. I always have what mm-hmm. I need when I need it.
1: So you so. could say things like money is always there for me when I need it. Yep. Um, so now you're you're speaking that with like a lot of conviction and truth. So this may not work. We didn't plan this for the podcast. We might have to pick
0: another one, but let's try. How about it. how about In- I very- won the Powerball last night? Well
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we thought on an affirmation. That's just bullshit.
0: <laughs> I tried. I, I never <laughs> buy tickets and I lost terribly I did not win yeah no,
1: we can't take circumstances but an affirmation I love this one about like money is always there for me because actually a lot of us have a very fractured relationship with money and we do I not absolutely
0: believe- do so this is one that comes in always like I said it's always like this retrospective um, reflective state and I'm like you know what when I'm starting to feel anxious about paying next month's rent for my business I say to myself, and this is not toxic positivity because it's a true fact. I mm-hmm. always have what I need when I need it. So yeah. Why am I feeling anxious? You know, I'm like, stop feeling this way about the money coming in because you know you're going to have it when you need it. I mean, I work for it. It's not like I just sit back and I'm like, oh my God, where did that come from? Um, but I do, I always yep. have it. And and I don't want to knock on wood, but. <laughs> I <I'm laughs> looking I'm for you- some like, well here's the here's how let's pretend um, i don't we, believe that. Let's pretend i don't well, believe Well, but it. actually
1: you're giving us beautiful insight into um you, you mostly believe it yeah. and you have done a lot of work with this so yeah. you mostly believe it but you're giving us a little insight into sometimes there's still a question mark in your nervous system about that. It's like and I wish people could see your face right now because you oh. have the big like
0: yeah. So some people who know me probably can imagine what face I'm yeah, making. Yeah, it's it's the expressive. it's the face.
1: <laughs> so that's where we use tapping to say like okay so let's say if we measure your belief, money is always there for me. And it's at one of those points where you're having that, like a eh, little bit of a wobble feeling a little bit of that question mark. Like I know it is, but where is it coming from?
0: Like, so hello, you can it be that. here sooner is really what I'm yeah. thinking.
1: Yeah. yeah. I wish it was here sooner. So what we would do is we'd measure that a little bit, like zero to hundred percent. How much do you believe money is always here for me? And can let's say
0: pretend like, that I say 20. percent yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds to me like
1: it could be around like 70 to 80% for you. Oh, Most the truth.
0: The, the true number is I always feel that way after I know it ha- after it happens. So I'm reassured when it happens. Right. So I try to tell myself that you remember Liz, it's there for you when you need it. So I'll probably say yeah. 80%. Yeah. Yeah, 80% is beautiful.
1: And so the like I talk about like exactly what you're describing, Liz, honestly, like tapping is kind of what fills that gap where we ha- we are talking to ourselves to remind ourselves and reassure ourselves of what we do as our adult self know to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, But sometimes there's a wobble. And so tapping because you're working with the mind and the body and a lot of that unconscious, um, those unconscious deeply patterned beliefs. I mean, we do probably have a little bit of evidence from the past where maybe money wasn't 100% there for us as much as we wanted it to be. Um, There is a little bit of that nervous system dysregulation where we're like, "Mm, I know that that's probably true, but I've got this little gap. So you're saying like maybe 75 ish percent and we're I mean we're just doing this in real time so it doesn't have to be a real life example but I think this is really relatable for people because um I mean sometimes money really isn't there for you so if that's some if somebody's listening they're like no that is not something that I use. And have any connection to you then then um, pick something else that you that would work better for you But for this example I hear this a lot. I think generally speaking as adults we think okay somehow these bills are getting paid and it always comes through in the end. but you know there is this part of me so c- catch that. There's part of me who still has a question mark about that. Mm-hmm. So what we would do is we would do a tapping sequence where we would say, even though most of me believes that money it always comes through, um, part of me is still feeling some anxiety about this. And that's the truth again. The truth. Yeah. And then you'd be through so we're, we're, for this part, we're tapping on the side of the hand and we're saying, like, and even though. Um, I really want to believe money is always there for me. You know, there is this little part of me that isn't sure or that wishes that it would come a lot sooner.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So then we say that again. So you say three statements on the side of your hand. And usually that I think that's what you're getting to earlier. Usually those statements um, counteract each other. So you tell the truth, but you also tell about like maybe what you want or um you know you could say like i choose to really bring love and compassion to myself now so it's a lot of self soothing type statements with the truth yes. and then you go through the body points and you start just telling the truth about where it is now like you know like right now money feels really tight and i'm at the grocery store wondering like what thing to leave behind mm-hmm. I, my money isn't going as far as it used to it feels mm-hmm. stressful to be at the gas pump um i I really don't like this feeling. I'm not sure what's going to happen for Christmas this year. Right. Like whatever is the truth. So you're processing that and as you feel your body start because you will feel it. You start to feel your body relax and you here are some of the signs. Um almost everybody yawns. That's very common, mm-hmm. even just talking like this, cause I'm so practiced in this. Is, this is what I do all the time yeah. with clients and also for myself just speaking like this in that cadence. And with those kinds of phrases, I can feel my body start to like soften. Yeah. Um, you might notice a pit in your stomach start to unclench a little bit, or maybe your shoulders start to relax or that yep. furrow in your brow. It smooths out a little your jaw. Like you notice, Oh, I'm holding a lot of tension in my jaw. Yeah, I
0: didn't realize like, my jaw was so tense until I just noticed yeah. it relaxing. <laughs>
1: So you start to feel that physical relaxation come in, which is your, um, your sympathetic nervous system is now switching to parasympathetics. You're going from stress response to rest and digest. And as you do that, you start to now have access to that prefrontal cortex, which is the part of your brain who knows that somehow you're going to be okay. And so you bridge over there, so you can kind of imagine your as you imagine like your nervous system toggling from stress response to rest response to um, relaxation response as it's toggling over. You're starting to follow this bridge, like, um, well, maybe it's going to be okay. I I I'm pretty sure the money will come through again, and yeah, I wish that it would come through sooner. Or I don't really like the stress of this. But this is gonna be okay. We are always provided for. Mm -hmm. And somehow, some way, this is gonna work out. And so you start kind of saying, you use usually statements like, what if, or I wonder, or maybe, because we're just really gently suggesting to that unconscious fear response that we all have, we're starting to suggest, like, maybe there's something on the other side of this. Maybe this isn't totally true. So it's a lot of gentleness there and softness. And then as you're feeling like, yeah, okay, I'm feeling like better about this. Now you were talking about your gap was only like 75%. So it's not a very big gap. So you're no. probably going to, like, it's a, probably a very quick process for you. It might even only be, be like three to five minutes. You might be able to move through it very quickly.
0: Yeah, I agree um, because I, I, definitely, I, I can say that probably with certainty because I definitely fluctuate and that seventy five percent is is uh, fluid. I guess it's like it can go up to ninety and it can go back down yeah. to seventy, or it's right. like oh,
1: yeah, and that's what it's the being human, right? <laughs> that's normalizing being yeah. a, a human, having a human experience, and we're not always at the exact same level. Things do ebb and flow, and we are the product of a million different circumstances. And um, we're very interconnected, including like with our own bodies, like how much sleep did you get last night? How hungry are you feeling? Like all of these things, did your kids go to school easily today? Or was there a lot of fighting on the way out the door? Like all of these things impact how we're feeling in any given moment and what we're thinking. Um, So I have a funny story. So that's how I would use tapping for like affirmations, affirmations that you want to believe but maybe don't fully yet. And you want to narrow that gap. So you feel more and more connected to the truth of that affirmation. That's how we would be tapping for that. But I have a funny story. Do you want a funny story about tell me the
0: funny story? And after your funny story, we'll take a quick break. And then when we come back from our quick break, we can talk about, um, tell us your funny story and then I'll figure it out after that. Go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's good. Well, I thought this might be a useful story, For because as we were just talking and you were really beautifully modeling, um, how to use tapping for an affirmation, especially an affirmation that a lot of you believes, but maybe not a hundred percent yet. Well, how do you use tapping for like intense emotions? Like what happens when you're like, yeah, like almost none of me believes that, or I'm in the grip of a really intense emotion. Um, like, you know, really intense, disappointment or anxiety or um frustration I hear all the time lots yeah. of frustration what about grief? So, um, what
0: about yeah grief is a big oh one. yeah
1: yeah grief is huge um
0: often people
1: don't start with grief when we're tapping we don't start there because we're not even really um we don't even really feel safe acknowledging how much grief is there and then you see so you start with a different emotion and as you're tapping it becomes cl- clear like well what's really underneath of this is grief so that happens a lot with grief but for me one of the literally the very first personal experience I had tapping for myself I didn't know very much about it I was just starting to get connected with it because I'm actually very woo skeptical so everybody's different oh no you're on the wrong podcast (laughs) (laughs) well I might be on the right one because maybe there's someone out there like me when I say woo skeptical what I mean is I just like to check things out myself I'm like I just want to know and I'm always curious like is there any um data for this like can we measure this
0: and I'm of course Sagittarius so I (laughs) I I have to definitely check it out myself but you know I have to feel it if I feel that this is helping me then it's it's valid and I would promote this all day long so Reiki, which I think is like that's
1: self-trust, like that's feeling yeah. deeply connected to your own yeah. inner wisdom and
0: your sense of intuition. Yeah, I don't look, I don't look for the data. My boyfriend, that's his job. He's yeah. very analytical <laughs> and I'm very emotional. So if I feel it and it's worked for me, then I'm all for it. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Well, which is an emotional, but also intuitive.
0: It's an extra, like, it's that sense that we have, which
1: actually is measurable by the way. And we can trust that. But um, regardless, I I just love to see, like, in addition to the qualitative results, meaning I feel better, I also love to see, is there anything quantifiable here? Like, can we measure this at all? And tapping has so much science behind um, its efficacy. Like, we can measure that in one hour of tapping, cortisol on average goes down by, uh, I think on average 24% by as much as 43%. Wow.
0: Yeah. So
1: cortisol is your main stress hormone, right? So yeah. it's really, really fun. And I love digging into that stuff. Um, for anyone who's a little like skeptical skeptical like me, or yeah. just like the quantifiable, measurable stuff. It's scrappy. Yeah, there
0: are the people me. who won't feel it like I feel the stuff and you know, like I feel it's working for me kind of thing. And they will want that. And I think it's important that there is data out there to prove, to show that. So that's important.
1: Well, and frankly, data wins the day when we are introducing these kinds of modalities into other systems like the education system or the healthcare system or, um, and that we are making lots of leaps and and bounds. Um, EFT is really making like big strides in those areas. However, so what I'm saying is, I love the data and I'm a little bit skeptical. So I was I was dipping my toe into tapping. I was just getting started looking into it. I had been suggested to me a number of times as a modality that would probably help me. And I was like, I don't know about that. That sounds weird. I should go back to you and say, like I have a BA in counseling. Like I fully, like I get the talk therapy thing and I was really disenfranchised disenfranchised with talk therapy, not to say people should abandon working with their therapist. I have one myself and I love her. You do have to find the right fit for you. Yes. But as a practitioner, I wasn't, I wasn't loving the, um, that like the idea of sitting and working with people and having them talk through everything week after week, and not feeling like I could help them do anything about it. It's like we, we do, eventually we want a result, we want a behavioral change, or we do want to feel better. And so I was really looking actively for a tool like that. So I'm studying tapping a little bit, just reading about it. Um, I was at a presentation about it. And I was at this event. And I had um, this like, it's, it's a kind of a long story, but I want to give you guys the Coles notes of it. I had this like fully full body rage experience. Something happened in the event that was connected to something from my past that I had no conscious awareness of at the time. I just had this massive emotional flood that was like, I got like that red hot body. Like, you know, you start profusely sweating. You're just like, so mad yeah, and somebody else might not relate to rage. Rage is actually a really, well, anger is a common experience for me. So, you know, rage like that is unusual, but I definitely was just so angry at the injustice of what had just happened, but it was not in proportion to what had actually happened. Yeah, I was way too mad. So I I went into the public washroom, locked myself in the stall. And I thought, let's give this like I had no, I I had no tools there. I'm in a public place. I needed to calm down immediately or right. remove myself. So I, I feel like calm. I've been in those
0: situations before, which is why I started meditating. <laughs> yes, that's Ooh. right.
1: And so sometimes we're in these situations, like imagine like at a holiday gathering, maybe with the in-laws and needing to pop into the bathroom for a few minutes. If this is a tool that's literally at our own fingertips and, yeah. um, I went into this public washroom. I'd never tapped before. So I didn't really even know what I was doing. And I just told the truth about how I was feeling and tapped on the points that I could remember. And I probably sounded like, um, a maniac, right? Like fumbling around in this bathroom, still muttering to myself, but it really only took, it couldn't have been long because I was definitely aware of the fact that I'm in this public space. Right. So maybe two to three minutes, I'm guessing. And I had, I had one of those rare mountaintop experiences where we don't get those every time we do these practices. So whatever self-care practice we're talking about, you don't always get that experience when you're meditating or when you're tapping, but when you do, it's such a gift. And my body calmed completely down and like discharged all of that anger and rage and stress. And I got such... Incredible insight into what it was that had triggered that experience for me. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea. Like I really had no conscious awareness of that. And so connecting the dots with what had happened in my past and then yeah. the experience I was currently having right now completely released that attachment to it. And it's like it neutralized it, it disrupted that connection in my own mind and mm-hmm. neutralized it. So I just felt really um, calm about the whole thing, which is where we have that power to choose how we want to respond. Yep. And it also allowed me to be my own soft place to land. Right. Yeah. So no judgment instead of that self-criticism or feeling like I didn't know what to do. And I was like at the mercy of my own body. Yeah. It, it was really empowering experience to be my own. Like It's like coming home to yourself and say so like okay I'm okay I'm okay and yeah. I see what happened there and um but I definitely don't want to act out of that so let's move on
0: and yeah. you did that's great that's a great testimonial um for tapping and um I can understand that after that experience it'd be like now everyone needs to learn this damn it
1: <laughs> you know well I definitely felt like there's got to be other people just like me <laughs> who yeah. have been doing this disembodied head dance for the yeah. last few decades, who maybe have grown up with a lot of anxiety they weren't aware of, or maybe another emotion who um, really, really long to like live their authentic life, whatever that means to you. And you're trying your best to do it. Yeah. But there's some kind of a, like a wall that's invisible to you and you keep bumping up against it. Yes, yeah, so Right. So, and you've all the things. Yeah. And it feels really frustrating. So for sure that definitely like that experience with tapping, that's when I, I personally realized I'm like, okay, obviously these really smart people who know me well and know this modality that are suggesting it to me, clearly they know something that I don't. So yes, that's when I really started down the road of um, first using the tool for myself Yep. Which I did for a while, quite a while. Um, and then transitioning over to learning um the tool itself as a practitioner. So I love that. That's where I am
0: now. That's wonderful. It's a perfect segue for a break. You did it. Perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Everyone, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Jackie more about how what she offers for her clients now. Um, how you can access her offerings or contact her to connect with her. Um, So that's what we're going to talk about when we come back. We'll be right back. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness On Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Hey there, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? Maybe you should join Tamara on her journey to self. She shares her stories and encourages you to share yours, exploring who you are outside of your limiting beliefs and insecurities. Again, the podcast is called Her Journey to Self with Tamra. Give it a listen. And we're back. Thank you so much for coming back with us. I am here with Jackie Acree. If you remember, she is an EFT tapping practitioner. So, Jackie, welcome back. It's been such a long break. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know how long it's been.
0: (laughs) Honestly, it's a podcast. You you can skip right over those little ads that are in between. Um, It's really not long (laughs) at all. I always think I'm on like a TV show or a radio and I know I'm not. I know I'm not. Um, But thanks. Thanks so much again for coming on. I wanted you to be able to talk to the listeners about your offerings and how they can um, contact you to be able to work with you.
1: Yeah, well, look, as much as I love data, and I mean, I can definitely talk about the science all day, because I love the science behind tapping. But ultimately, it's really a question of does it work for you? Right? How does it feel for you? Is it is it supportive as a a tool for you? So uh, I love to offer people a free session so they can give it a try. So we've got the explanation of tapping, which we've talked yeah. about a little bit today. We've also, you know, done a mini demonstration without actually doing the tab, but we've talked through what the, what actually happens. right? But the, you know what,
0: this is a podcast. People might be walking or driving and they're not going to be yeah. able to stop and do all that. So tell well, them I didn't your...
1: guide you through any of the, points yeah. of the podcast or right. we didn't use all of the language. We need to leave
0: them use. guessing and wanting it. To...
1: <laughs> well, So it's nice to have a moment when you're actually in the space to do it. And so I have a free session. It's called start your day, calm, clear, and grounded. And the reason I created that session as a free offer is because It's often like morning is a time to sort of set your intention for the day to, you know, really get connected with your energy, with your values, with what's important to you. And often we have, you know, stress, leftover stress or emotions or whatever baggage from the day before, even like the week or month before, like we're carrying things into the (laughs) the fresh day, right? Today is a new day and we want to start it fresh. And so you can do this session really at any time. It does not have to be in, in the morning, but I am one of those super annoying morning people. And I like to start my day kind of just feeling um, centered. And so that's what I created it as. So you get to- Nothing wrong the with session.
0: morning people.
1: Well, you know, I do have a little bit of night owl envy because I am that that uh, granny who goes to bed at like 9 p.m. And oh gosh,
0: I'm asleep by 8.30.
1: <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. And I'm unapologetic about it. But then, it you know, I talk yeah. to my friends who are the night owls. And I'm like, how do you do that? I, don't know.
0: Like, so I don't know. It's so silly. It's the silly.
1: Yeah, we all have our own clocks, right? So again, <laughs> yes. like really, really feeling... <laughs> like you have permission to be yourself. I think that's so important. So this session do it whenever you want. Night owls you can do it at night and set your you know set your your uh, internal system set it for the morning yeah so that go you to sleep with that way. nice
0: positive yeah, thought and it's experience. all
1: good but right. I like to do it in the morning and this is yeah. the exact session that I personally use as a practitioner so you get to sort of swipe my session and I will give you a video or an audio option well I give them both to you you decide which one you yeah. prefer some people find video distraction distracting other people do want to see me actually moving through the physical points in my body so choose your own adventure, but it's only 10 minutes. And so you can give it a try and see if following that session, you start with whatever is currently present. We've already talked about this in the podcast. You just start with the truth of how you're starting out the morning or how you're starting the session. What's here now? What stress is here? What anxiety is here? Is there anything? Like maybe there's not. And then you get to say like, there's not, not anything, but I want even more Uh, what creativity, more of that really like present feeling in my body, in Mm -hmm. my life. I want more gratitude, like like whatever you want more of, Mm -hmm. you're going to shift anything you don't want to what you want more of. And like I said, only 10 minutes, you can get that at experience.jackieacree.com, which I know will be linked in the show notes, but that's, my recommendation of where to start it gives you a really quick and dirty little personal experience with it Mm -hmm. and it will work for you it will that because this is a a science-based modality i mean there is a reason why it works Mm -hmm. and so um you get to give it a chance and have your own experience with it and that's where I would suggest starting. The other thing is, because I know this episode is dropping um, right as we're kind of starting to tiptoe up to Black Friday. And oh gosh,
0: just the holiday season in general.
1: Yes. So I, your podcast listeners are actually going to be one of the first people to actually even hear the details of what this is. But I have a really popular offer called Happyish Holidays. and. Happy-ish. It, Happy ish holidays. Yes.
0: Funny. Yeah.
1: It's so fun. I created it last year. It flew off the virtual shelves. And so I'm bringing it back this year and they're all new sessions. And so what it is, is it's sort of, um, it's, it's really like a, um, what's the word I'm looking for an expanded version of that free session. There are 10 sessions mm-hmm. that are 10 ish minutes each yep. and they're designed to really help you be more present and pay attention to what really matters to you for the holiday season. Because what I keep hearing from everyone and I personally feel as well is all of the pressure and the responsibility of making magic happen. Yeah. For everyone else in my family For the holiday season, including myself, but really the weight of that all, and so sometimes it really robs us from the joy that is available in the holidays or the gratitude that we do want to feel. I don't think Um, there's
0: any there's no sometimes about it. I think it always does. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not usually an absolute kind of person, all or nothing, but I feel like it always does. We put so much time and energy into that, and I really feel like we need to simplify. That's just my opinion. I think, it yes. So if Speak you're someone the who, that's right. Well, maybe sometimes we have to, again, we were talking about money earlier in the
1: session okay. and sometimes we actually have to simplify, like mm-hmm yes, money is always there for us, but maybe there is a little bit less this year than we really want there to be. And so what do we do with those emotions? Like feeling, you know, the pinch this year. So I have all sorts of sessions that I'm currently recording right now. So those will all be available. They are self-paced, which means you get one a day you get to do them whenever you want and you get mm-hmm. to keep them so you can come back to them again and again throughout the holiday season and some of the sessions are um like one of them is giving yourself permission to say yes and to say no so it's yep. really about boundary setting and and That's exactly
0: what people need going into the holiday yes,
1: season. Yes. Yes. And I'm super excited about that one. So if that if that connects to you at all, like if you're the kind of person who's sitting here going, like, yes, that would be really helpful for me. It is a Black Friday offer. So it's a super, super hot deal. It's not a free offer. So if you just want the free thing, experience.jackry.com. If you want free and you're like, I'll pay a little bit of money for this happiest holidays thing. Make I feel sure like, yeah, well, on.
0: I feel like once they see the free thing, they're like, oh, I want to do more of this, you know. Yeah. You
1: can have both for sure. So, um, it's, it's, it's my favorite. I love this offer so, so much because it has, like I said, personally helped me through the holidays. And I know from last year, um, running it, um, it made a huge difference um, for the people who who took it. So that I'm really, really excited about this year. And I am a sucker for the holidays. I gotta admit, it's like it's what what day is it that we're recording this? We're early November, and I've already got my Christmas mugs out. So I haven't
0: like... done anything in years for the holidays. I used to be really good, and now since my daughter moved out, I always use that as an excuse, but you know, I used to do it all when she was younger, and really for her, yeah. and I enjoyed it. But you know, she's been gone out of the house for years now. I don't do anything anymore. Sometimes I don't even get a tree. Well,
1: and then it's permission to say yes and no, like, what do you want to say yes to? And what do you want to say no yeah. to without feeling bad about it? So right. um, like some people, that's exactly exactly the right thing for them to do. They're like I am so done with all of that extra stuff and I ju- and I don't want to feel guilty about it. I don't want right. to feel bad that I'm not doing it. Um right. or some people are like I want to say yes to something but I'm just so freaking tired. Yeah. And I don't have any extra energy for all of this these right. extra demands. So whatever it is, it's that's the what that's what I love about recorded tapping sessions is you get to apply them to yourself. I will guide you through um, like a pathway, but it's really your own personal application. And so it will meet you where you're at, right? which is super, super fun, but no, I am a sucker for the holidays. And here's why, because here where I live, We get like body slammed into winter. We went from beautiful weather to overnight, literally getting hit with a blizzard. Like I don't even know what happened. And so I'm like body slammed into winter itself. And in addition to that, it's like you go from, you know, Halloween-ish or this beautiful October feeling to body slammed into the holiday experience with all of the marketing, like, like everything that we're about to be hit with. I mean, Costco, if you're a Costco shopper, they had Christmas stuff in like September. It's and, crazy. Yes. Yeah, so as much as I am a holiday person in the sense that like, I really love, mm, I love all the warm, cozy feelings. Yeah. And like, I love like the twinkly lights. It, it really does make me happy, but I hate other aspects of it. And it stresses me out. Like yeah. big time.
0: So I feel like I would like to enjoy it. I feel part. like this season, holiday season might be a good time for me to break out the Christmas stuff. I don't know. I gotta think. Okay, about well, me. let
1: us know if you do. We'll wanna know. I
0: we'll will be let watching.
1: you know. <laughs> yeah. Do it if it makes you happy. That's what I say. I'm like, yeah. if it makes you happy, do it. And if not, then um, why do yeah, it? And what if you say no?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So is there anything else that you wanna share with the listener? Anything to offer or anything else before I ask you my three questions that I ask everybody? As we near the oh,
1: end. Well, I mean, I have so many other things that I could talk about, but I'm not going to bore anyone. I'd say go to my website, check out what's there. If um, hop on my email list, get that free session and start there. And then um, I'm really about human to human connection. Like that yeah. is. Is a as my core value for sure. So, um, hit like send me a personal email or hit up my DMs on Instagram. Like, I actually like hearing from real humans, and it's yes. just me over here. So, I'll actually don't worry, my don't listeners do reply. that. They
0: try to connect with people through their Instagram. Meanwhile, yeah, one it. of my dogs is sniffing in the door at the door jam right now in the in the in the room. So, if you hear any weird noises, everybody, it's just Lucy wondering what's going on in this room because she's not allowed <laughs> in here right now. Um, she just did a big sniff and a big scratch so
1: (laughs) oh no I didn't hear anything but I have a dog that I um, love a ridiculous amount it's almost embarrassing so I'm with you so hi to Lucy
0: I feel bad I was supposed to put the gate on downstairs the bottom of the stairs and I forgot to so now she's up here and that's the exact reason why I did what was supposed to do it but that's okay all right are you ready I am ready. I'll run through them real fast. You can get to Lucy and your
1: listeners can get on with their name. <laughs>
0: okay. Hit me up. Here we girl. Go. Let's do it. Wait, oh, I, I, I feel like I know you so well that I might be able to answer these questions, but I can't. Um, when you are feeling <laughs> most peaceful, what is it that you're doing?
1: Oh, I go for uh, almost a daily hike with my dog. We back onto a forest in our home. So um, I hit the forest and just wander. Um, I I'm not out there hiking the hills in order to like get my cardio in, I'm wandering and yeah. noticing the beautiful, like the, I feel so connected to life, to source, to God, to myself. And, um, yeah. And also, I mean, my dog, I love her. It's ridiculous. She must love that too. Uh, what's yeah. her name? Her name is Juno.
0: Oh, cute. Okay. That's not one of the questions. All right. If you know, <laughs> that cost you one. That's two. <laughs> no, sorry, my podcast, my rules. Um, if you were to um, give a book to all of your clients, or if you were to recommend a book to someone, um, like a life changing book, what would it be?
1: Oh, do I only get one? I'll give you two. I'm such a huge book nerd. I could give you like 10. Oh, don't do that. Oh. I know. I know. Okay.
0: Uh, you know, what? I mean, I'd love all 10, but you don't have to do that. I'm going to do
1: a plot twist because my guess is probably people really recommend a lot of nonfiction. So I'm going to pick one nonfiction and one fiction because actually fiction can be an incredible source of, um, growth. I agree. Yeah. Connecting with humanity. Right. Um, and that human conditions. So my, oh, but then I have to pick a favorite fiction. So I'm going to say the midnight library by Matt Haig. Okay. His Last name is H A I G and it's called the midnight library. That's a fiction. I love that one. And for me, I'm not going to give it away. Of course, no spoilers here, but what I really love about that book is, um, Sometimes, like because I'm in midlife, right? I'm 45. And as much as I'd love to say this is still early days, let's be honest, probably around midlife. And sometimes now at the stage of life I'm at, like I look back on my life and I think, like, what would have happened if I hadn't made a different choice here or here or here? And um, so just read the book. It's, it's okay. Uh so that's, that's a fiction. And for non fiction, I'm gonna say Patriarchy Stress Disorder by Valerie Ryan. last name is r-e-i-n and it's called patriarchy stress disorder and yep life-changing for sure
0: thank you I've never heard of that so I'm writing it down all right last question if money wasn't an object what would you be doing
1: oh like for like professionally or just in general
0: however you want to answer it
1: okay, well, I would still be doing what I'm doing professionally. I mm-hmm. like, I truly do love it. Um, But I would travel more, definitely. Like we have, you know what? Here's something that's probably very unusual about me. Our kids, my children are almost 11. My daughter's birthday is this month and my son is 13. So 11 and 13 and they've never, well, Sam was on a plane when he was like four months old. Other than that, they've never been on a plane. Mm-hmm. All of our travel has been, um in Canada driving type travel and we've loved that Mm -hmm. but we were planning on starting to travel more internationally with flights right as the pandemic started and it's a privilege to get to travel and so it's not the worst thing that's ever happened to us but I really obviously travel opens up so much experience and again that interconnectedness that helps you to realize like you know the world is not revolving around us over here in North America yeah. or all those things. And plus it's just fun as a family. So I was really looking forward to that. Then the pandemic hit and now we're like inflation's gone through the roof. So if money wasn't an object, we would be traveling. As a I family. would love to travel some
0: more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's I think it's one of those things that
0: it unifies I, us. We're, we might be so different from each other, but we're really not at the root, and I think yes. that you learn that. You learn the differences, yes. but you can appreciate how much we are um the same. Yeah, well.
1: yeah, that really ultimately we are actually more the same than we are different. Right. All the different foods you get exposed to and also like learning we were talking during the break, um you and I were just chatting a little bit about like, you know, really remembering like we are resourceful. Yeah. And and we are capable. And when you travel, I think it's really such a powerful experience of, um, knowing what you're made of, learning how to handle the unpredictable plot yeah. twists that come in life. Like travel is full of that. Exactly. Um, learning how to tolerate discomfort, like when something doesn't go the way you wanted it to go, or when you lose your thing and you don't have it anymore, how yeah. you can manage anyway. There's just so many lessons that really travel is such a beautiful teacher of. So if money wasn't an object, um, we would be traveling a lot.
0: That sounds like a plan
1: yeah well it is it is definitely part of the plan awesome <laughs> so we'll see um and I would also I'm going to pick one more um since you gave me two books I'm going to get two things with my oh, money I
0: see how it is yep uh
1: I, you know what I'd also pro- I would buy a property that has enough space to have horses and d- more dogs yeah I like I want idea. lots of animals so yeah. you know
0: when I bought my Powerball ticket um thinking that I was going to win I said to Mike, who is my partner, boyfriend of almost 30 years. Um, Why don't we buy all the houses around us in the neighborhood, like just buy everyone out because they could take, I mean, I'd over, you know, give them extra money so they can relocate somewhere (laughs) and just move my whole family into the neighborhood, which I probably might regret. But I thought that was, you know, give everyone (laughs) like, you know, mortgage-free living. And all really around us, um, that was the first thing I was going to do. And then, of course, buy our mortgage. So we didn't have to worry about that anymore. However, that was it. Buy enough houses for everyone I know to live in free.
1: Well, um, I don't know if my family will listen to this podcast podcast but i would not i would not buy houses around me for my family to move into but i have a few friends that i would do that for we always joke about um how i'd like to buy an island and just move my favorite people onto yes. the island and yeah. like everybody else can just screw off
0: totally need them, place. right Ugh. yeah or maybe not by the houses around here maybe it would be vacation maybe it would be a vacation spot by all the houses in one area of vacation where i like to vacation Um, All right. You can can see the wheels turning. Yeah, I'm really going off on a tangent. But anyways, it's been such a great pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for coming on. And very last minute, I might add, um, I do appreciate your um, expertise and tapping and sharing that with my audience. And I know a few people who probably will um, contact you. So I hope so.
1: I really hope so. I would love to hear from them. And really, it's just another... It's another tool that makes self-care easier, like maybe not easy, but easier. And that is available to us. So um, like I said, the power is in your own fingertips. So super self-empowering practice that you can learn with relative ease. So yeah, yeah, I would love to hear from everyone. Thank you so much for having me. It's always been fun chatting with you. So um, I'm sure this will not, I'm sure it won't stop here. I want to see photos of this little commune that you're about to buy.
0: When you're oh yeah, no, yeah. When that happens, I'll be posting it everywhere. <laughs> Perfect, sounds good. But thank you, Jackie. Um, everyone else who's listening, I will put the information in the podcast notes, so you don't have to pull over and write anything down, or or stop walking and record or whatever. Um, so you'll get that in the podcast notes, like I always do. And I will be back after this next break. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. And here I am. I am back. Just came back to say one more time, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you enjoy this podcast and keep coming back for more. We can't wait to see you next time. But until then, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Thank you. Bye.